Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Lake Talks with Sis. We're your hosts, Samana. I'm Inshara. And I'm Santa. On today's episode, we thought we'd share a little bit about our travel experiences, where we've been, any interesting or funny stories that we've had on our journeys and things like that. So guys, like from everywhere that you've traveled, where is the place that's been your most favorite? Um, So for me, so I grew up in Dubai. So whenever we traveled when I was younger, it would always be like Middle East. So like I went to so many um, like Middle Eastern countries and I would say like those are probably my favorite because they had um, like a lot of historical plays like Syria, for example, um, Lebanon, like those kinds of places. And then they also had like a lot of really beautiful um, beaches. So I always loved going there because the food was really good. There was like museums and then there was like the beach. So it was like the perfect um, like vacation spot, I felt like. And then also um, last two years ago or three years ago now, I also went to the Honduras knowing nothing about the country. And I thought that was also a really great experience. What about you, Sana? Um, so I think you guys know that I haven't traveled outside of North America. So just Canada and the US. Um, but I think that my favorite uh, vacations have been uh, Vancouver and definitely Chicago, just because I have a lot of family there. So I go there often. So it's always just a great time. And then Vancouver is just beautiful. So that was also amazing. How about you, Smile? Yeah, I've been wanting to go to Banff so badly. (laughs) Oh my god, yes, Banff is amazing. (laughs) I know, I'm still yet to go, but hopefully soon. Um, For me, I think, honestly, like where I've had the most fun would probably be Dubai. Like Dubai, like my mom moved there for a year, so she was working there. So I used to go and visit her and stuff, and that was really nice. Every, like, few months, I would fly down there and, like, just spend time with her. So I think that's, like, probably the place where I've had a lot of, like, the most fondest memories, you know? Um, other fun places I've been to, uh, Costa Rica. Costa Rica is really beautiful. You guys know I'm, like, obsessed with coffee. So they have the only, uh, like, Starbucks reserve like farm there so I went there and I did like a whole tour of the farm and like saw how they picked the coffee beans and everything got to do a tasting and like all in the mountains which is so beautiful so that was cool and I think third on my list would be Greece Greece was definitely really beautiful I'll share some funny stories about that later on but yeah like seeing the Parthenon and stuff was definitely really cool so um, like when you guys went to these places, like did you go alone, like with family and um, like when you went on these, when you went to these places, like what was the main sort of goal? So for me, like fun fact, when I went to Dubai for the first time, I think it was, was it four years ago, maybe three or four years ago. That was the first time I had ever traveled on my own. Before then, it always been with like my parents or like family or cousins or something. So that was the first time that I flew alone. And I was kind of nervous about it. I just get like anxious flying. Like I don't really like planes and stuff. So like being on the flight like by myself was kind of not fun. But like it was pretty smooth sailing. Like everything was good. I didn't get pulled in or anything. Um, But yeah, that was pretty interesting I feel like definitely traveling makes you a lot more independent 
you know, like having those experiences and like experiencing different cultures and stuff for sure. That's um, like it's such a growing experience for someone who like if you haven't traveled alone, I feel like everybody should try it at least once in their life because it's a different kind of like maturity that you develop and stuff you know you have to be like responsible about time like missing your flight I mean making your flight on time and everything so yeah I think it's it's fun it's a it's a new experience how about you and Shara I always went with my parents obviously but then as I got older like I definitely preferred um I don't mind going on like on family vacations but I think I like the independence more of like being by myself like planning my own like trip and then obviously like even though I went alone like I always met with people so I wasn't like by myself there obviously right I think that's like a whole nother level of like traveling by yourself is when you get to that place you're alone again and you kind of like are backpacking or whatever uh, but for me like I think the best trip I went on was like the Honduras one and that was because I was by myself um, I didn't know anybody like I was going on the trip with um, I literally met them like at the airport um, and I was like, I hope they're nice because I'm stuck um, in this place with these people I don't know in this country I don't know in this language I don't speak. Uh, but then when I got to know them, I was like, okay, this is going to be fun because the people were good. So I think it, it all comes down to like who you're with. Um, that makes a big difference in your trip. For sure. Like I know a lot of people when they go on vacation with certain people, they'll get into fights and stuff. And because you're like, in each other's space all the time you're sharing Mm -hmm. a hotel room or you're sharing whatever you know you're doing things together every day so I think it really is important to travel with people that you actually vibe with and you can like get along with and spend x amount of time with you know what about you Santa do you like traveling alone or with your parents um so I haven't had (laughs) the chance to travel alone so but yeah I always go with my family and it's really nice but I do want to travel somewhere by myself or like with friends um after COVID true true yeah we should definitely do that yeah we're doing it okay not we should we are (laughs) okay true yeah girls trip like I've never been on a resort like all-inclusive vacation ever and I've always 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 wanted guys to we're do going that. Cancun like, we're coming that's what Please. we've been saying like we're doing it after COVID like we have to I just yeah. want to lay on the beach and read Those a book because it's like you have food all the time you drinks all the time you have your bed you have like a massage spot you have gym you have all these restaurants and everything's free so it's like the perfect vacation oh, I want to go perfect. so bad and then I'm ready guys do, like excursions if you like want to like do something adventurous as well so it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. i'm ready whenever you guys we'll are <laughs> oh my god but yeah, yeah I-, I wanted to ask like when you guys went on these trips like what kind of trips were they were they like um family trips or like school related or like what what was it so when I went to Vancouver, um, it was a family trip. So we just wanted to explore. So it was really nice. We went for a week. Um, we just went around. We ate a lot of food, um, looked at all the pretty like views. Um, so it was really, really nice. And then, yeah, whenever I go to Chicago, like I have um, a ton of family there. So it's always like it's very like homey. We always just go and chill with the families. So, yeah, it's 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 a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, for me, um, going to Dubai actually was really interesting because, like I said, I would go visit my mom, like she would be staying there and I would go and like spend time with her and stuff. 
Uh, but what ended up happening the last time that I was there, actually, I I started writing my book. So like my poetry book, I got published and everything when I was in Dubai. Like I found out there that like I'm going to get published and stuff. So I spent that whole trip just like sitting on the beach and like by the water, just writing and like editing and doing all of that stuff. So that was like a super cool experience because I got to like kind of not have those distractions that I would have if I was still back in like Toronto with like all my friends and like my family. It was kind of just me on my own and like my mom was working too. So I had a lot of like downtime. So I would just like pick up, go um, to one of the cafes, like at the mall, they had these like waterfront cafes and I would order like Moroccan tea and just sit there and write. And it was like such a good time. Like it was so nice because like it really got me in the zone and I was so productive there. Um, more so than I would have been if I was like back home and stuff, you know. So that was pretty interesting. That was fun. So I got to write there, like write my book. And I also got to spend time with my mom. And you know what's also nice? It's like, I feel like when you're at home, the quality of like your experience and your conversations with like your family, they change so much. Like, honestly, some of the most fondest memories I have with my mom are all in Dubai because like it was just the two of us and we got to spend that quality time. And it was such a different experience than when you're like in your own environment, you know, like I feel like it just brings out those like memorable conversations and like you just start sharing so many things and it's really beautiful. Yeah, I definitely relate. Um, so like I was talking about when I went to Honduras, um, so I went there uh, with a group of like eight girls. And like I said, I didn't know who they were. And the reason I went on that trip was because I was like going to volunteer in a mobile clinic there. Um, and then also do some like public health related work. So I remember um, when I got to the hotel or the lodge on the first day, I found out that I'm, I'm living with all like eight of them in one room. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> How am I supposed to share one bathroom with eight people? And like, we don't have any like sort of personal space because there's just like a bunch of bunk beds. Uh, so I was like, okay, this is going to be like a big adjustment because I'm very introverted. So I love like being by myself in my room and like not talking to anybody. So it definitely like pushed me out of my comfort zone because at all times, like I had people around me. I was never alone, even once. Um, and then the first night I remember I was like so cold in my room because again, like different people have different like body temperatures. <laughs> it's so funny. Like they thought it was really hot. I thought it was super cold. So the AC was like blasting and I had to pee like 10 times in the middle of the night. And I was like, I'm literally <laughs> going to wake up all of my roommates because I'm living with like eight other people. Um, and at that point, I was like, I want to go home. Like, I, I regret coming here. Like, this is the worst experience of my life. And then the next morning, I was like, okay, I can't go home yet. Because like, I haven't tried anything. Like, it was the first night. So I like, went out, whatever, like we worked in the clinic. And then when we got back in the night, that's when like, we really started to like bond with each other. And you're right, like the conversations you have with people, like strangers, I don't even know who these people are. But we're all like pouring our hearts out to each other. We're spending like all night playing cards with each other we're just like talking we're eating like the mangoes that the lodging people are giving us it's just it's just fun um the conversations are just so deep and it's like you never think you can like have those kinds of conversations um here because like when we were there we had no wi-fi like no phones nothing so it was just us like we had to talk to each other so I do feel like when you're on vacation those conversations get deeper because you're kind of away from like your work and all that stuff as well 
Yeah, it's so interesting how that happens, you know. Even like people that you see here all the time, if you travel with them, it just it's different. Like mm-hmm. things that you've never talked about before, like you'll find yourself sharing. Yeah, I agree. Are there any um like types of trips that you guys want to go on or specific like places you guys want to visit? Or do you guys like um like family vacation style more? Or do you want to do like solo backpacking or like volunteering or I don't know, like business related trips or like what would you guys like? What are you guys interested in? I think for me, it's mostly like leisure. Um, also nature. Like that's why one of the reasons I really want to go to Banff is to see all of the like the lake, like Lake Louise and everything. And I want to go hiking there because there's like beautiful trails and stuff you can see. Um, definitely want to go on a all inclusive vacation because like I feel like that's just a a different vibe like that's just you know you're chilling like you're not trying to wake up early and like go here and there and do all kinds of sightseeing it's just like you're gonna wake up you're gonna lounge you're gonna be on the beach and I think I've never gone to experience that so like I would like to do that I think that's kind of a vacation I wouldn't want to do all the time because yeah yeah I'm the kind of person that actually like I like to see the culture and see the sights and everything of a place not just being one particular area yeah like even when you go on those trips like every time I go an all-inclusive I'm like tired of it after like five days I'm like okay like I want to do something else now because you can only eat and sleep so much right your brain needs to like your brain needs like more stimulation or something exactly yeah like it I feel like those kinds of vacations are short and sweet you know yeah yeah what about you Sana? Um, so I like like family style vacations, but then also like I would really want to do like a Europe trip with my friends or um, like, of course, like an all inclusive, um, maybe like a solo trip somewhere, um, some not not really far away, but like somewhere nearby um, just to get the experience of traveling alone and everything. How about you and Shara? Yeah, I like leisure trips too and like family, but I love like the volunteering and like the adventure. Like I I love that kind of stuff. So I definitely want to do more of those trips. Like I told you guys, um, I really want to go to like Nepal and like climb the Mount Everest. Like I've wanted mm-hmm. to do that for so long. Mm-hmm. Like the the trek that people do, like from the different like base camps. So um that's on my bucket list for sure. Like I like those kinds of trips for some reason more than like um just like basic like regular trips for some reason. Mm-hmm. No, because that's I feel really like cool. I feel like you never like I said when you're younger you have that like sort of like you're fit and you have that like stamina to like do those kinds of things mm-hmm. when you're older you have like other commitments and stuff so like I want to get that like out of my system first yeah yeah I was gonna say like yeah I want to go to like the rainforest and stuff you know and like yeah like the that Amazon. kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. I really really want to do that or like just go for like um what was I gonna say like a safari like go you know yeah, like, like Africa like West or Africa and and like do like a proper mm-hmm. um safari and those kinds of things I just yeah. think that's so cool yeah what were you gonna ask Sana uh yeah so do you guys have any like funny or interesting stories from any of your vacations okay yeah one comes to mind for me so this was I think I was 15 uh my mom and I we went to Athens Greece and like yeah my mom and I used to like do a lot of traveling together so like the two of us would just kind of like pick up and go 
like almost every summer when I was growing up, I would spend in Florida and we would just go to Florida and like spend time with my cousins because I have a lot of family in Florida, like in Tampa and stuff. So that was nice. Anyways, yeah. So the two of us went to Greece and the purpose for this trip was um, at the time I was writing uh, a novel and it was like based on Greek mythology. So I was like, I want to go to Greece and feel inspired and like, you know, write my novel there and everything. Uh, Long story short, I never ended up finishing that novel. (laughs) But anyways, uh, it was a good experience. Um, So we went to Greece and we did all the sightseeing stuff. Like we went to the Parthenon. And then one day we decided we're going to go to like the big museum there. Right. So in Greece and like a lot of other places as well, there's like a lot of pigeons around, like a shit ton of pigeons, like there's pigeons everywhere. Right. Um, So we were going to this museum and like we were crossing the street and right in front of the building, there's like this huge square, like it's just grass and stuff, just this huge square in front of the building. So we're crossing and we see there's like a bunch of pigeons, like just swarming the area. And we're like, okay, whatever, it's fine. Like people are walking in and out. Like nobody's having any issues. Like no, the pigeons are minding their own business. They're doing their own thing. Like we'll just walk past them and we'll go inside. But we, as soon as we got into the square, I kid you not, like I'm not even exaggerating. The whole flock of pigeons, like I think it was maybe a thousand pigeons. I'm not even exaggerating, guys. They flocked towards us, literally swarmed us. And my mom and I it's like started screaming and we're freaking out. Like literally, I close my eyes. I can feel the like pigeons' wings like touching my head and my arms and my legs. And it felt so gross. And like you literally open your eyes and like all you can see are pigeons. Like you can't even see anything else. It's just pigeons coming at you, coming at you. Oh my God. We made like a huge scene. Like everybody who was around was like watching us. Like what the hell is going on? And then we just like booked it. Like we ran into the museum. Oh my God. Like to this day, I'm traumatized of pigeons. It's, it's, a, it's a real thing, guys. Like I'm actually really scared of pigeons now. That's too funny. Like birds <laughs> and <don't>, though. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> Especially when they like fly towards you. Like they can be really aggressive. Yeah. Scary. Okay, Samana, does that mean you have a fear of birds now? Pigeons. Like, yeah, I can't. They are scary though. Yeah, agreed. I was driving the other day and there was like like geese on the road Ooh. and I was trying to avoid them but they kept coming at me. I'm like why like I'm in a car like what are you trying to do? <laughs> They're so ruthless. The geese like the Canadian ones are insane. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. They know we can't hurt them. Yeah. They're just you like taken <laughs> by like a bird. <laughs> what? Oh, I got bitten? No, have you been shot on by a bird? No. No, I have not. Happened to have me you? Yet. Oh not my god, fun. really? Yeah, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> How did it happen? Yeah. I was just walking and it just happened. <laughs> That's the thing. There's no like you never know when it's gonna happen. It just hits you. Oh my god. You know, apparently and on my jacket. Uh apparently it's good luck though. I heard that too, but like where's my good luck? <laughs> <laughs> have I won a million dollars yet? <laughs> oh my god that's so funny do you guys have any other funny stories 
I'm traveling. Yeah, your bird thing reminded me of one that was really traumatizing <laughs> from my childhood as well. So basically, um, yeah, like when I lived in Dubai, like every summer we would go to India because it was like a two hour flight. Um, and like at the time, my grandparents like lived in Gujarat, like a really like sort of rural, rural village situation. And there was a ton of animals like just chilling, like on the streets, like cows just walking like with you while you're walking. Um, so when I was little, like with my cousins, like we would always like play with the cows on the streets. <laughs> And they were so aggressive. They would chase you. I don't know if this is a bull or a cow, <laughs> I remember, but they would literally like chase you down. Like you'd just be like petting them or like playing with their tail and they would like run towards you. It was really scary. That's scary. And now so I scary. Like, don't even go near them because I'm like, no, this is not happening. And then, um, yeah, so anytime we would go, it would usually be like during Eid and stuff. Um, and like in India, like they keep like the goats like with them in like their uh-huh. like in their whatever it's called like the outside um, yeah and we would always play with the goats and we'd feed it like lollipops and stuff uh-huh. and then uh-huh. a couple of days later they would be gone oh no oh, oh. For dinner. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and at the time i didn't know that that's what was happening because i was just a kid um, but yeah it was revealed to me later that it was my dinner so I was like oops that's <laughs> oh traumatizing God. that is yeah traumatizing. I was like I'm so sad like I'm so glad here I don't have to see the animal because then you like form a bond with it mm-hmm. um, yeah. but there like you literally chill with them you play with them and then they're gone and then you wonder oh where they're God. gone and then you find out it's in your plate oh my god God. (laughs) yeah that's so traumatizing (laughs) i just don't like cows ever since then um i'm scared of them they chase you like i'm telling you they're scary and i don't know if that's just in india or they're like that here too i'm sure they're like that here are they fast they're not fast but they're really big so you really feel like they can trample you Uh uh-huh yeah it was bad oh my god scary but yeah animals man (sighs) Sometimes they can be ruthless. They are. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Sana? Any funny stories? Um, I don't have any funny stories, but I don't know if I told you about the told you guys about the time when I went to Chicago and um they were filming for Doom Three. Did I tell you guys about that? Really? No. Yeah. No. So he's in that one, right? No, it's Amir Khan. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's the circus one. Yeah. So you saw him? So yeah, I saw him. Um, so I saw him doing like the filming for like one of the scenes. So it like literally took them all night to do the scene, right? So we were there from like 11 p.m. until like 4 a.m. And they were just doing their filming. Um, but it was really fun. Like we were just watching them do that. I got a picture with Amir Khan, like with all my cousins. It was really cool. Oh, that's so um, cool. nice. He was really nice. And then I got his autograph. I don't know if I've showed you guys, but I'll send no. you a picture of it. Yeah, I'll send you a picture of it. It's like I had a phone case, like, you know, like um, I had a, I think I had a Blackberry. So it was like my Blackberry phone case just has his autograph on it now. Oh my wow. God. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. And then um, and then yeah, Abhishek Bachchan was there too, but he wasn't that nice, but you know, so yeah, I got bad vibes from him. Yeah. So mm. He was he wasn't the nicest. Like he wasn't really like talking to the fans or anything. Um, he was just like he was just on his phone. But Amir Khan was really nice, and then he was like taking pictures and signing autographs and stuff. So Nana, you should make a TikTok about this because you know how like people expose celebrities on TikTok for being rude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe I will. 
but yeah no so that was really fun so that's like something that I'm always gonna remember because that was like like one of like my favorite nights yeah that's really cool mm-hmm. yeah I remember um one time I went like when I was in India and stuff we went to like this resort there and we were like sitting and eating like dinner and stuff and you have you guys seen the movie race yeah you're like this is the whole franchise basically the characters yeah, yeah. of the movie like walked into that resort and like, they started eating dinner and they're all they have like they're like super important you could tell like I had no idea who they were you could tell they were super important super important because all the waiters were like giving them food and I'm like who is that mm-hmm. like is that a celebrity and then my aunt starts screaming she's like oh my god it's them it's them and I was like who is that so at that point I had no idea who it was but now looking back I was like this is like a big movie like franchise you know yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah like they're in India if you go you'll I'm sure 100% you'll bump into somebody or someone like especially if you go to like Bombay and stuff that's where they all are yeah damn, damn. I just want to see Varun man I saw him too <laughs> we've seen him saw oh him. no you told me I remember yeah 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 he was getting into a cab or something yeah I remember you're telling me Dana <laughs> come over I'll I'll take you there I know where he is now yo <laughs> I, I'm there <laughs> Y'all are creepy. <laughs> Stalkers. People like literally stand outside Shah Rukh Khan's house though. Like his house. It's like Yeah, massive. I've seen the videos. Yeah. They like just stand outside. And anytime there's people there. Wow. They're just waiting to catch a glimpse. Damn. <laughs> the SRK fans. Yeah. <laughs> They're hardcore. What about like, have you guys had any scary stories like anything that's happened to you when you've been traveling yeah almost dying on a plane oh my <gasps> god oh. what what oh did i not tell you guys about this tell no? us the story okay so i was flying home from boston all by myself all alone um and by the way my flight was extremely delayed because of weather issues oh so i was like this plane is not even gonna take off because the weather is that bad it was super windy that day uh-huh but then they're like okay guys like we're finally gonna take off and i was like uh-oh <laughs> the plane that i flew on like do you guys know porter airlines yeah it's, it's like um their planes are tiny like they're like the tiny yeah, yeah, yeah. right so you can imagine how like strong the turbulence is on those mm. so i'm sitting here all by myself and i have nobody next to me like by my, i'm just by myself um and then it's all smooth in the beginning but then I'm not even joking for like half an hour. The turbulence was so bad. People were literally like holding hands and like praying. Like they literally brought their Bibles out because they thought they were going to die. That's how bad the turbulence was. Oh, my oh God. My God. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, my God, I'm not going to make it off this plane because it was so bad. Like like up and down, up and down, like severe. Like I've never felt like anything to that level before in my life. And then the um, the the pilot was like, guys, like just hold on like everything's gonna be okay and we're like everyone's freaking out like people are literally holding hands with each other and I have nobody to hold hands with and people are like yeah. oh, I'm all by myself so I'm like oh my god I'm gonna start praying because I think I'm gonna die today. yeah oh my god. so I didn't think I was gonna make it off that flight but I did thank god but I honestly at that moment thought that was the end for me like oh that's god that's turbulence. I thought I was gonna flip like the plane was literally gonna flip that's, oh so God, that's so scary. scary. Yeah, so I don't like going on small planes anymore. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, still do it after that because I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> that's why. But yeah, I, planes are scary. I know that chances of you dying on a plane are very low. I think it's like 97% chance you'll survive even there if there's a crash or something like that. But 
the when you feel that turbulence when it's like so strong it it's it's very scary yeah mm-hmm. i can't with turbulence i get so mm-hmm. scared yeah but yeah, yo, like, like why would they choose to fly if the weather is that bad i don't know but because the flight had already been delayed like so many times uh-huh so i think they just like were like okay like let's just take our chances <laughs> it was only like an hour and a half too but like it was like a scary an hour and a half mm-hmm. well yeah makes sense oh oh my god that's traumatizing yeah especially because if you're alone it's like no you have no one to like yeah yeah like, if you go down Even like no worse. one's gonna help me no one's gonna yeah. put my oxygen mask on for me i have to do it for myself oh. yeah yeah i was like yo what did she say about the oxygen mask in the beginning <laughs> <laughs> Oh that people should pay attention to those instructions because they come in handy okay yeah. yeah honestly i get scared when i watch those videos like i'll like purposefully do something else when those videos come on because i'm like oh shit like this can yeah. actually happen and like i'm not trying to do that right now so no yeah that's scary damn no, i i don't like being on planes either i it's not it's it's, it's scary like it's a gamble yeah. with your life but apparently it's super safe so i think it's just like I know it's on just, the ground. It feels like it's not safe. Even though yeah, like yeah. all the statistics like and the facts tell you it is, when you're in the air, it just, just does not feel like you're safe. Yeah, it's not like safer than being in a car, like statistically, but yeah. Like uh one story I have, I was in Mombasa, Kenya for my cousin's wedding. This was like back in the beginning of high school. I think this was grade nine or something like that. We went for a wedding and they told us like if you go out at night and stuff like you have to be careful because like the crime there is really high the crime rate so we're, we had like this wedding event to go to and like all of the ladies and stuff were dressed in like Indian clothes you know blinged out with jewelry and everything so we had these two like cars that were taking us uh, back home uh, and to the event and uh, like our uncle or whatever who lived there he was like just be careful when you guys are in the car because keep your windows rolled up and like lock your doors because when you stop at a red light if like people see you like dressed like this and stuff they're gonna literally like try to come into your car and like rob you and like take your stuff and like they can like do stuff to you and whatever right and I was like okay that's kind of creepy like okay I'll be careful but anyway so we started going and we were really stupid for this all of the like girls, like the young girls went in one car alone. Like there was no like guy with us or anything. It was just like the driver and like a bunch of us girls. And my mom and like the other, like the older people went in a different car. And what happened was like, I don't even know how this happened, but we we stopped at a red light. So yeah, we were stopped at a red light and it was just all the young girls. We were like blinged out in our Indian clothes and jewelry and stuff. And we're stupid, honestly, like we should have taken our jewelry off and stuff so that we weren't like attracting attention. But anyway, Mm -hmm. somehow like this man told us not to keep our windows down or whatever. But like somehow I think the windows were kind of down, not like fully down, but like just a little bit like crack in the window. And we stopped at a red light and we saw all of these guys like just surrounding our car and they're like staring at us like inside of the car. And I, oh my God, like, yo, we all got so scared. 
And then they literally came to the car and started trying to stick their hands into the window and stuff, trying to grab our like earrings and our jewelry and stuff. And like the driver was like trying to roll up the windows and like just get out, whatever. And it was crazy, man. Like that was so scary. Cause like, you know, my mom got so mad. She was like, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, you know, somebody could have literally taken you and stuff. And you know what I mean? How Mm -hmm. old were you? I was like 14. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty creepy. Another time, like, actually, this isn't a story of mine, but like, I have an uncle who lives in Costa Rica. And the crime rate there is also pretty high, like at night and stuff. So he literally told us because he like lives there, right? He literally told us at night. In certain areas, if you're in like Nicaragua or somewhere, if there's a red, you're stopped at a red light, you don't stop. You just go. You go through all the red lights. Like, don't stop at a single red light because people are literally waiting there to, like, come and, like, break into your car and rob you and stuff. So it's wild. And another time, like, my dad was, he was, like, doing some kind of business or whatever with my uncle in Costa Rica and in Nicaragua. And they um, were, they had, like, a used clothing um store in uh, Nicaragua and my dad was literally there like watching or managing the store and a gang literally came into his store with like guns and stuff oh my god yeah and like demanded that like they give them all the money and all that stuff it's pretty wild yeah yeah it reminds me like when I went to Honduras we always anytime we'd go anywhere like literally anywhere we'd have like a huge like team of like security like gunned up like full guns and everything like you know when we went to the grocery store we had somebody like going to the beach there was always these like guards all around us and one time like in our lodging like we heard um like these like I think it was gunshots like it was so scary I was like what the heck is happening but overall like the experience was safe because we had like people with us at all times but I can imagine if you're like not from there and you don't speak the language and you're just a random person that you probably get wrong Man, like, just speaking about that, it's, like, I feel like for women also, like, we have that extra, you know, we have to, like, be extra cautious and everything. Yeah. Even just here, man, like, literally the other day, Wahid and I went for a run at night. We went to this track, and the track was, it was nighttime, so it was, like, pretty dark. Like, I couldn't see him if he's, like, a kilometer in front of me. I, like, had no idea where he was. And I literally, like, seriously got so paranoid. I'm like, if something happens to me, like, if somebody comes here and, like, tries to take me, like, I feel like he wouldn't even hear me. Or, like, you know, like, I was just so scared. And I'm, like, literally paranoid looking over my shoulder to check is somebody there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, I just feel like it's, so, ugh, it's just so much more difficult for, like, women to travel. Yeah, I mean, like, if you ever go to India, you've heard about the TikToks. You've probably seen them about how people stare at you. I'm yeah. sure this happens like everywhere in South Asia, but there was a staring problem there. Like if you are a girl and you walk on the streets, they literally stare you down like you are some kind of like piece of meat that they're like looking at. It's it's so weird and it's so creepy. Like I never, anytime I go to India, like it's never alone. Like it's with my family mm-hmm. always. And I always make sure like even to go out, like out of the building, I have to like go with somebody because I'm like not safe there. Yeah. And, I, and I know my cousins like go everywhere by themselves and stuff, but I don't feel safe there for some reason. Like, I cannot go up, out by myself there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even crossing the street there, you gamble your life every time because nobody cares about the road <laughs> lines and the traffic signals. And that's, like, that's irrelevant there. You just take a gamble and you go. Oh, my God. Like, oh I have to hold God. my mom's hands to cross the road there. And I'm, like, almost 30. 
<laughs> Did you just say you're almost 30? Oh, <laughs> you know, I'm, in, I'm like getting there. I'm getting there. Sam, you're 20. Girl's 23. Okay, but I'm getting there. <laughs> you're closer oh to God. 20 than 30. Exactly. Yeah, I'm almost 20. Like that's, I'm past that point. So what else am I supposed to say? Almost 25 then. This girl okay, jumped to 30. 30 sounds older. Okay, but yo, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> okay, well, you get my point. I'm old and I have to hold, hold my mom's hands. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> and the monkeys are aggressive there too. Like, they will fight you for your food. Oh my <laughs> One god. One of them slapped my grandpa. Oh my god. Yeah, they do that. They literally enter your house, oh. steal your food, slap you, and run away. Oh my, oh my god. They've done it. I've seen oh it. Oh my gosh. That's why I believe it. Because when I was in Mombasa, we were staying in this hotel and the windows were open and mm-hmm. a monkey they literally come in. just comes in and just chills. Yeah. I'm like, hello, excuse me. <laughs> and you can't mess with them because they'll hit you or they'll bite you. Yo, monkeys are savages. Loki, did you guys see that TikTok? That has Which disturbed one? my life. It's literally disturbed my life. There's this monkey and there's this dog, okay? It's like, a, I don't know what kind of dog. It was a pit bull or something. And it's just chilling, like literally minding its own business. Like just chilling, like almost sleeping. This monkey is behind him. He takes his hand like this, goes like this, and shoves it in his butt. <laughs> Ew. And the dog starts what? freaking out. And then the monkey goes like this and starts smelling Ew. it. Ew. It's so disturbing. <laughs> I don't know what kind of TikTok you're on, Simona. <laughs> yeah, I never saw that. I haven't seen that, okay? Guys, it was really disturbing. <laughs> I want to see Simona's For You page now. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that on mine. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> it was meant to be like a funny video, but I'm like, that's not funny. That's gross. Yeah. That's, yeah. That would they 100% would do something like that. Yeah, man, they're savages for real are you guys scared of flying or you're good like flying planes yeah yeah i would say i'm pretty good except for that one moment where i thought i was gonna die mm-hmm. understandable yeah yeah um i'm kind of scared but i mean whatever it's fine <laughs> i really think for me it depends on like the the weather and like the time so if it's like nighttime i'm a little scared usually mm-hmm. but yeah. daytime i'm like chill because it's so like pretty you can see all the clouds and everything but at nighttime like you can't see anything it's like pitch black mm-hmm. yeah especially long flights like i can't sleep well on planes like my body oh my just, gosh like, no. yeah what's the longest one you guys have done well santa not you you don't count in this one yeah <laughs> i think 12 hours okay like that yeah 14 hours something like that yeah i think for me it's like 16 18 that's uh-huh. like one wait to like India or Dubai. Usually yeah. no, Dubai is that long, Samana. If you've been there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then yeah, you're right. Yeah. Unless like you took like hours. a connecting flight or if you took a direct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That sounds terrible. I don't even like two hour flights. So Yeah, I love yeah. short flights. Like going to like America and stuff, it's so easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the food just sucks. It's so bad. Like airplane food? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. I and literally like, survive off of like fruits and like my like snacks that I bring with me. I literally don't eat that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and sometimes they have good dessert. 
sometimes as a hit or miss. Emirates has really good desserts. Every time, yeah, Emirates is good. Chocolate cake. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) I just go for the cake. Yeah, my main issue is the bathroom situation, man. Oh I cannot God. deal with the bathrooms. No. There. Like, especially, like, if I need to use the bathroom, I'll try to go right at the beginning of the flight because I know, like, that's going to get dirty by the end. Yeah. And I'm I, not like, don't even to like to go. I, like, hold it in if I have yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's bad. That sounds terrible, guys. Okay, but Santa, you've used a bathroom. Yeah. On a plane. Yeah. Okay, good. You can't. You never done that, yeah. Oh my god! And that flush scares me every time. Oh my god, it's so loud! And for what? I know. (laughs) Like these way to scare somebody. I know it's coming, but just every time, I yeah, no, agreed. I'm startled every time too. (laughs) I just I hate sitting. Like I hate sitting for that many hours. It like kills me to sit for that long. Yeah, you feel so That's why I personally don't like flying that far. Like, it's okay. I'd rather just explore here. Yeah, like, even if you get up and stretch and stuff, it's not the same. It's not the same. Sometimes you can get lucky, though, and have, like, a full, like, empty flight, and you can just, like, sleep on all four seats or something. Yeah. Bro, one time we were in, um, I don't know how we got to get into business class or something. We were sitting. And this kid comes from, like, economy, this little boy, like, I don't know, maybe he's, like, four or five or something, and he, like, really needed to use the bathroom, and some reason his parents were, like, nowhere to be found, this kid's just, like, wandering, (laughs) and then he just, like, all of a sudden, literally next to our seats, like, next to our seats, man just, like, throws up everywhere. In business yeah on the floor on the seats and like it's a plane so like they can't clean that stuff well right there and then and the whole ride there you're just like getting wafts of like this vomit smell so bad okay kids on airplanes annoy me so much like i hate that if there was a plane where there was no kids i'd take that flight because they cry and they scream and they like they just they're so annoying like for that many hours you have to hear that sound <laughs> it's so bad i can't yo there was one time this family is like this indian family or something i don't know what the hell they were doing they literally you know the table that comes down from behind your seat yeah they literally put their baby on there and start changing their diaper oh my god <laughs> yo they're always doing the most i'm telling indian families like what are you doing on the plane like Anytime I go to India, the flight you take, attendant like, had to like Canada. say stuff to them. They're so and chaotic. Then they would go to the bathroom and try to flush the diapers down the toilet. Ew. I'm oh like, my are God. you good, them? Are you good? I don't know how parents like travel. Like, don't even bother. <laughs> like, don't even go on the plane. Like, please just stay off the plane. Yeah, if they ruin like that. They ruin like, it for everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, short flights all the way. <laughs> Yeah, but connecting flights can also be a pain in the ass too. Oh my, like those are the worst. To, yeah, oh my oh. god, you have to like run to your next one. Yeah, or sometimes if you like, have to wait and you're like oh, so jet like, like so sleepy, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Okay, the worst airports are definitely the ones that are like Denmark or Sweden. Like, don't hate me if you listen there, but I'm sorry, those airports <laughs> are really bad. Like, where's the food and where's the water bottle? Like, Ten dollars. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> 
Like, have you ever had connecting flights in like Europe? Like they make you yeah, like yeah, like Frankfurt and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing in there. Like where, or maybe we're Even not in the, the right Paris, terminal. But the Paris um airport was pretty bad. Yeah, like I expect a lot more from those places, but I was let down. Yeah. Even like a bland like coffee was like seven dollars or something. I was like, this is so yeah, it's whack. It's whack. Oh, guys, I have one more crazy story. I just remembered. Tell I'm us. here for it. So yeah, all on the same trip. That Mombasa trip was wild. <laughs> okay, this trip was messy. I like. It. <laughs> okay, so this one night, remember how I was saying I really want to go for like a safari or something there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we were we were booked to go for one of those safaris like in Mombasa. I was like so pu- humped. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I was so okay. I was trying to say hyped and pumped, and I can't. (laughs) Okay, anyways, I was so pumped to go for this safari adventure. (laughs) And so the night before, I was staying with okay, so it was me, my mom, my grandfather and uh my dad and yeah that was pretty much the people that were staying and my grandma or whatever so we were staying in this uh hotel and we had to wake up really early in the morning because like you got to leave like 5 a.m for these safari trips and stuff right so we went to sleep that night and in the middle of the night my grandfather woke up and he started having like chest pains and like we got really worried because like he's had like history of like bypass and heart attacks and stuff, right? And you're in like a third world country. So like you're not trying to go to the hospital in these places. You know what I mean? Like the care is not going to be that great. Mm-hmm. So he started getting chest pains and they started getting worse and worse. And we're like, we need to take him to the hospital. So we ended up going to the hospital. The most sketch hospital I've ever been to. We show up there, okay? We go inside. I kid you not, guys. I kid you not. The receptionist who is sitting at her desk, she's fully knocked out. Like She's asleep, fam. She's literally <laughs> sleeping at her desk. We had to wake her up, like pushing the bell and such to like get her to wake up. And then um, they take him in this room to like do tests and stuff. And my uncle who like lives there, he's like, you better be careful when you go to these hospitals because a lot of them are trying to just like, they'll tell you you have this issue so that they can perform surgery and take your organs and stuff. It's it's whack. And they'll sell it on like the black market and stuff. So we were like hella paranoid. We're like, you know, we don't want this to happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? So as we're in there and my grandfather's like gone to this room to get tested, the entire hospital goes under a blackout like all the lights turn off all the equipment everything literally just shuts off we're in pitch blackness in this hospital in the middle of like nowhere oh my god it was actually so scary i was like yo this is like a scheme they're gonna like take his organs they're gonna take him like what's gonna happen so anyways that happened and then um yeah it was pretty wild like the friggin' receptionist was asleep the lights went off like they didn't even have anything like their backup generators weren't working and stuff whatever like granted yeah it's a third world like country and stuff like you know what I mean but like still a crazy 
experience anyways what happened was we canceled our safari trip because like my grandfather like couldn't go through that in that condition mm-hmm. and we just were like um they they like said like okay it's not a heart attack or whatever but like he needs to like have rest and stuff so we were just like okay as soon as he comes back to Canada like he's gonna go and get like tested and stuff and whatever and then everything was mm-hmm. okay but yeah that was wild that's that's scary mm-hmm. very yeah the black market thing is true I've heard of that a lot as well mm-hmm yeah, I can't trust like hospitals in other countries. I don't even know like even the states like they're whack. They literally charge you so much money to even like yeah. see the doctor. Yeah. It's really ridiculous. Like to have a baby there. Yeah, like what the heck? Oh my like, god, natural. But okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'll pay, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like um, our healthcare system is like so much better. It's not even like comparable at this point. Thank yeah. God. But yeah, guys, um, any like last thoughts about traveling, like maybe what you learned? Wait, okay, really quick. Let's talk about where we want to go in the future. So Santa, you go first. Um. Okay, so I want to do like an all-inclusive and then I want to do like but a where? Europe trip. Oh, um, I'm thinking like Punta Cana. Oh, Punta Cana is nice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there. And then I want to, I really want to go to London. Um. And I want to go to like Italy and Paris um, and a whole bunch of stuff that I just can't seem to remember right now. (laughs) Okay, good. What about you, Samana? Yeah, I want to go back to Greece, but I want to go to Santorini. Mm -hmm. Um, I also want to do like an all-inclusive, but like I want to go to like Jamaica or something and then also Mm -hmm. go and see because they grow like the the Jamaica blue coffee there, which is like really really good coffee and i want to go to like the farms and stuff and like mm-hmm. do that kind of thing um i want to go to india um mm-hmm. never been to india yet and like really 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 want to go there take your mom hold I her hand. go to pakistan <laughs> <laughs> take your mom to santa hold her hand all right i will <laughs> i want to go to dubai oh dubai is the yeah. best man yeah. Like that's one place I feel like I can go to over and over again and I'll never get sick of it. Mm. Yeah. Where else? Like I want to definitely do like a Euro trip to go to like um like I've been to England, but I haven't been to France or like Italy, Milan and those places. Like that'd be really mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. What about you and Chara? Oh, as I mentioned, I wanted to go to Nepal because for the mountain mm-hmm. of Himalayas. Yeah. I wanted to go to, do you guys know Petra in Jordan? Yeah. yeah. It's like a super like ancient city there. You can literally mm-hmm. see like the ruins of everything. It's it's beautiful. Like it's literally like the prettiest thing ever. I want to go there because um, you can like climb all the way up to the mountains and like see what was there before. Yeah. Um, and then I also want to go to Spain. Like I wanted to go to Spain for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely want to go to Spain as well. Those are three that I want to see for sure. Oh, and Brazil as well. I really wanted to go there as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say those are like my top four. Oh, Hawaii. How could I forget? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Hawaii. I yes. wanted to go there for so long because it's like yes. beautiful. Yeah, I've always wanted to go there and do surfing. Yeah, and like see like yeah. the volcanoes and like you can do a lot of hiking there as well. Yeah. yeah. Bucket list, guys. Yep. Pandemic, please be over. Please. Uh... Okay, guys, I think that's all for today's episode. 
If you like this episode, like let us know on our Instagram um, at Lake Talks with Sis and also know what else we should talk about in future episodes. And follow us on TikTok at Lake Talks with Sis. Yeah. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.